All right. Appreciate you folks praying long and hard because that makes this a little easier for me on this end. But uh, we're going to start tonight in Psalm. These two uh, are not on your paper. So if you want to add someplace on the top, add Psalm 68, verse 19. And then also add Psalm 103, verse 2. I will read those two verses and then we'll get started, okay? It says in Psalm 68, verse 19, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. And of course, Selah, whenever you see that word Selah, I'm reminded of the phrase, think about that for a while. It really means to consider. It means, it means to pause and weigh heavily what you've just heard. So blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Then you, if you flip over to Psalm 103, verse 2, it says pretty much the same thing. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And uh, so tonight we want to just give you some encouragement in your regular daily Bible reading. The question there, what good does a regular reading of God's Word do for us? What, what happens when we read God's Word? Now, some of you that know me know that I was challenged. I've been saved about seven or eight years. I was actually starting to preach in a mission church. And I went to the county jail. And uh, I wanted to share the gospel with one of the inmates. And I said, can I talk to you about the Lord? And the inmate said, have you read the Bible from cover to cover? I said, well, I've, I'm a preacher. I says, I've read, I've read a lot of the Bible. He said, that's not what I asked you. He said, have you read the Bible from cover to cover? I said, well, I've gone through the Psalms, and I've preached through the Proverbs, and I, I preached through the New Testament a lot. He said, again, he said, have you read your Bible from cover to cover? And, you know, he asked me that question about six times, and finally I had to say, no, I have not read it from Genesis straight through the revolution, a revelation. Okay, I have not, I have not read it like that. And he said, "Well, why should I let you share the gospel with me if you haven't even read the Bible?" And that happened in the year 2000, and uh, it's now 2022. And because of that challenge from that inmate who didn't want to listen to me, I have now read the Bible from cover to cover 22 times. And I'm not bragging on that. I'm just telling you that he caught me off guard. And I was not going to let that happen again. And uh, there are some benefits of reading God's Word. And one is that uh, you become a better reader. You know, we were taught in Bible college, readers are leaders. And uh, we're living in a culture that would rather watch than read. Uh, we were in a thrift store the other day. I don't know if my wife noticed, but there was a tall girl um, very black girl. She was probably from Africa. And, you know, there's a difference there. She, she was, she was, like I say, this pure black. She was tall and thin. And I was sitting there waiting for Lynn, and I thought, I wonder what she's going to buy. And as a people watcher, I just kind of watched her. And she was very polite, very well-dressed, very kind. And she said, please and thank you. And she was just so courteous, I said to myself, I bet she's a believer. And when she checked out, she had two or three books that she had purchased. She bought us several books, and then I think she bought a little trinket or something to go along with those books. And I almost wanted to jump up and say, ma'am, your testimony impresses me. Can we chat a little bit? And uh, I was just so impressed with her. But she was a reader. 
And if, you're, if you don't have reading skills, you, you should work on it. Now, I can say from personal experience, I never read a book from cover to cover until I got saved. I buffaloed my way through college. You said, what does that mean? That means I read the first chapter and the last chapter, and I wrote the book report, okay? And uh, I never read a whole book. I just wasn't a reader. But one of the things the Lord gave me when I trusted him as my Savior was he gave me an appetite to read. And I started reading. And the first year after I was saved, I read more books than any other time in my whole life. And I still love reading. But reading of the Word of God does come with some special blessings and some special benefits. And one is you become a better reader. Um, it develops better habits. And you can even learn how to pronounce old English words. And you can, pronounce, you can learn how to pronounce some of those really long, complicated names in the Old Testament. Now, today when I read, I read as well as I, I watch and listen. So as I can shut my eyes and read the Bible because the speaker is, is reading it. And I'm reading with him. And um, if he pronounces the word like Mephibosheth correctly, then I learn to pronounce it correctly. So there are great advantages. And these aren't the only benefits. These are just seven of them, okay? So the title is Seven Bible Blessings for Bible Readers, okay? Now, if you want to sneak ahead, they all start with the letter S, okay? So uh, you're going to get, if you want to try to figure out which words they are, you go ahead and you try to pluck them in, but you're not going to get all of them because I can always catch you on one. Okay, at least one. <clears throat> these all come from the 119th Psalm. Now we're taught, here again, these, these two verses are not on your paper, but if you want to add them, we're taught in 1 Timothy 4.8 that godliness is profitable. Godliness is profitable. And so as you and I read God's word, he is going to make us more profitable as believers. And that doesn't necessarily mean financially profitable. You might have better health. You might have a better relationship with your spouse. You might be a better father or mother to your children. You know what I'm saying? It's profitable. Godliness is profitable. And then in Matthew 6.33, we're taught to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And the Bible is how we study God and his word. You say, well, what did people do in the Old Testament? Well, they listened to the word being read by the priests. Now, you can get through the entire Old Testament reading at a regular pace in about 48 hours. You can get, rid of the, you can get all the way through the New Testament in about 12 hours. Um, we're a New Testament Baptist church, and I believe that the power is in the blood of the New Testament. So if I had to only have one, I'd take the New Testament because it's all about Jesus. But these people in the Old Testament, they learned a lot of scriptures from listening to the priests and from singing and from hymns and singing God's word. And so it shouldn't be any different for you and I in the year 2022. We should be willing to copy their fine example. So let's see what we can read. Let's see what we can learn here in a the last few minutes that we have. Number one, Psalm 119, okay? My, one of my favorite psalms. It's one of the longest psalms, but it's a great psalm. Somebody has said that the Word of God is mentioned in every single verse. Most people say there's two verses that don't include the Word of God, but there's a, there's a direct uh, reference to the Word of God in those two other verses. So every verse in Psalm 119 talks about either judgments, law, precepts, all these are different words for the Word of God. And in Psalm 119 and verse number 11, the regular Bible reader is blessed in his battle against sin. 
Psalm 119 and verse number 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. One of the best benefits of reading God's word is it helps you deal with this issue of sin. Okay? And reading the word is a major part of God's armor if you were to go to Ephesians chapter 6 and read that passage on the armor of God. You would put on the breastplate of truth and the... And the uh, uh, the faith, and they're all there in, in Ephesians chapter 6. Go there and read it. And and we need to be careful that we don't go into the world naked. We need to go into the world armored or armed with the Word of God because that's what's powerful. That's, what, that's what's protective. That's what affects our witness. And so the regular Bible reader is blessed in his battle against sin. Secondly, verse number 28. Verse number 28. These first two are actually in the verse, so you should be able to get these. Verse 28 of Psalm 119, My soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according unto thy word. So the word is strength. Blessed is his, blessed in his battle for spiritual strength. Reading strengthens the mind. And I want to be the first to tell you, because most of you old timers already know it, but aging challenges the mind i mean i'm at the age where i go in a room what i come in here for i get in the car and i start driving i said where am i going and you say well Fordford, you're losing it we've known all along you're losing it i'm just saying that as you get older there you get a little bit of slippy and i find that concentrating on the word is helpful it's like crossword puzzles and it's like skidoo or or something else you might want to it's helpful to have the word of god close by I'll never forget our first pastor that we had. He developed Alzheimer's and was put in an Alzheimer's care unit in the hospital. And uh, he didn't know who we were. He wouldn't recognize us. What's your name? He'd, we'd have to tell him two, three times. But, you know, we would, before we left, we thought it would be neat if we asked him to pray. And when he prayed, it's just like he all of a sudden remembered everything. And he, he was one of these guys that prayed with a lot of scriptures. And he would pray, and he hardly missed a word when he prayed. It was really a inspiring and motivational thing for me to witness. And Lynn was impressed with it as well. He couldn't remember our name, but when you asked him to pray, the Word of God impacted his mind in such that he could pray fluently and pray in a fashion that was anybody could understand. It was an amazing thing to witness. The Word of God is powerful. It gives us strength. It helps us in our battle against sin. Number three, we go to verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Okay, now we need another word for feet that starts with S and would be steps. So that's number three. Blessed in his battle to take forward steps. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The first step backwards that you and I ever take is to ignore God's word. As long as we're in his word, he will direct our steps and he will take us on the right path. But we get away from his word, we ignore God's word, and then we start slipping and then we start sliding. And I like the first part of the verse, that word is a lamp unto my feet. Uh, if it's ever been said about America, we're, we're in a dark place <laughs> right now. We're in a dark place politically, where apostasy is all over this country and the churches are becoming literal, 
a lot of the churches that closed during COVID have, are they're not going to reopen. Their buildings are for sale. And, uh, and I'm sure there's even some good Baptist churches that have had to close because of COVID. And it's a crying shame. We're living in a dark place, and more than ever, we need the light of the gospel. We need the lamp of God's word so we can uh, stay on the right path with our feet. Okay? So, the regular Bible reader is blessed in his battle against sin. That was number one. Blessed in his battle for spiritual strength. That was number two. Blessed in his battle to take forward steps. That was number three. Verse number 111. Psalm 119, verse 111. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. And the word that I picked that starts with the letter S is song. The Bible reader is blessed in his battle to keep a song in his heart. Reading more equals singing more. You know, I think the people that love to sing the most are those that spend the most time in God's Word. And I just have found that out. They just, they, they love, they seem to go together. You cannot help but read God's Word without having that joy rise up in your heart. It's like those, like those um, youngsters from Africa. They had all this pain because of all this torture and all this loss and all this violence that they witnessed. And yet they were able to release that in music. And they were able to release that in song. And uh, you keep reading God's word and he'll keep putting a song in your heart. Now, my little insistent pastor, that would be Micah, he comes in in the morning and he usually puts in something goofy on my, I got a little cassette player that Dave Barton helped me get. And uh, he puts in something goofy. He likes to hear his voice recorded. So he says something silly. And so what I do is I go in and I take his tape out and I put out one of scripture songs, which is a, a young couple that sing through the Psalms. And so every morning when he comes in, if he, hush, if he hits the play button, he's not going to hear his voice. He's going to hear this young couple singing Bible verses because I'm trying to train the guy. I'm trying to teach him, get him ready for ministry, okay? But uh, believe it or not, that little fellow loves to sing. And he sings especially when he's happy. And he sings especially when he's doing his homework and when, when he's fed, <laughs> when he's well fed, he likes to sing. But uh, the Lord has put a song in his heart because for most of you, he's a little shy. He's that way. But you get to know him and he's just not shy, okay? That would be the last thing. Keep reading the word. It'll keep a song and help you keep a song in your heart. That was verse 111. 130. Psalm 119, verse 130. The regular Bible reader is blessed in his battle to gain a stronghold against Satan. Verse 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Light and understanding go together. We can't let Satan blow out our light. You know the song that we sing in children's church? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. Well, the idea here is that if we're going to have a stronghold against Satan, we can't let him douse the word in our life. We are the only translation. We are the only epistle that we're read of other men. In a lost and dying world, they read us. And so we are living epistles. We're living examples of Christianity. And we're the only translation they see. They haven't opened their Bible. Do this test. Go knock on 10 doors and ask them if they can find their Bible. 
You'd be surprised how many of them will say they're going to heaven, but they don't know where to find their Bible. And uh, some of them don't even have a Bible in their house. This is the year 2022. You'd think with all the Bibles that are in America, we'd have Bibles in every home. There are homes in Brookings, I can tell you, that have never seen a Bible. We have visited some of them, and they're usually implants from another country. They've come here with idols, and they've come here with customs, and they've come here with habits, but they did not come here with a Bible. And our goal and our challenge is to get them into the Word of God by sharing the plan of salvation and get them into the regular habit of reading God's Word. But we can be blessed by gaining a stronghold against Satan. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 165. <coughs> Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. And I've used the word sleep for number six. Blessed in his battle for a good night's sleep. Sometimes offended people can't sleep at night because they lay awake and they toss and turn because somebody was mean to them at Walmart or Starbucks. They didn't get the right coffee or something. And a lot of people take their grudges to bed with them and they can't sleep. And uh, I think the cure for insomnia is to just read the Word of God and the devil will get mad because you're reading God's Word and he'll put you to sleep, okay? But read God's Word and, and you'll be able to relax. You won't be as, as distracted by the offenses that you've had to deal with in the course of a day. Great peace have they which love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. You see, when we got saved, we died to self and nothing should offend us now I've known Christians to be offended real easily but that shouldn't be the case we should be able, we should have some alligator skin we should be able to take a lot of rotten eggs thrown our way and we get that by spending time in God's Word and then at the end of the day uh, we're not to let uh, the Sun go down upon our wrath we're not supposed to go to bed angry well, the best way, if you don't want to go to bed angry, is give it to the Lord. Say, Lord, you know that guy that pulled in front of me and spit a rock at my windshield? He didn't do it on purpose. I, let me sleep. You just give it to the Lord. Lord, help me get that corrected. Help me not to have a bad attitude. Help me not to hate my enemies. Rather than love your enemy. One of the fundamental characteristics of Christianity, when you read your Bible, we are to love our enemies. No other religion preaches that. But we are to love our enemies, love our enemies, okay? And that helps us to be able to sleep at night and realize that we can help everybody, okay? <coughs> the last one. You still awake? Say amen. Oh, I can take a long time on this one because I got like four minutes left, okay? Uh, number one, blessed is in his battle against sin. If you read your Bible regularly, you can be blessed in your battle for spiritual strength. Number two, we can be blessed in your battle to take forward steps. That was three. We can be blessed in our battle to keep a song in our heart. That was number four. Number five, we can bless. We can be blessed in our battle to gain a stronghold against Satan. From verse 130. From verse 165, we can be blessed in our battle for a good night's sleep. And seven, we can be blessed in our battle which, when he strays like a lost sheep. The regular Bible reader can be blessed in his battle when he strays like a lost sheep. Now, all of us have strayed. You know, I'm, I'm not up here with a halo on my head. I have the same struggles a lot of you people have, and sometimes my temper flares up, and sometimes I, I don't treat Lynn with total courtesies. You know, I just, I'm just a human being like the rest of you. And sometimes I stray a little bit away from the path the Lord wants me on. And so I have to get back on track. All of us stray some. But still, we should strive to do better each year. 
when we start straying. I hope that in 2022, you did a little better than you did in 2021 in giving and living and praying and reading your word. And I hope that next year in 2023, you're even better. It's a, it's a sanctification process that takes place. And it takes fundamentally takes place fundamentally because we love reading God's word. Now on the bottom there, it says, remember these three truths. God does not want to burden us with the challenge of Bible reading. He wants to, number two, he wants to bless us by it, by reading our Bible. And his goal is to beautify our hearts with a love for his love letter. Okay, so those are the last three on the bottom. God does not want to burden us. I, I hope when you read the word of God, you're not burdened by it. I've listened to it. I, I usually do my listening between eight and nine in the morning. That's pretty much standard. I don't do it every day, but that's the block that I usually and I find myself, if I skip that and don't do it, I actually miss it. And if I'm gone for a couple of days because I have to be out of town or something, I, I miss it. And I just can't wait to get back to Monday morning where I can sit down and listen to it again. It's catchy. And, and, and it shouldn't be a burden. God wants it to be a blessing, okay? He wants to bless us by it. And then his goal is to beautify our hearts, make us, make us more beautiful Christians. That's his goal. And we do that by reading God's word. So those are just some benefits. There's many, many more. Those are the ones that I found listed in just one psalm, Psalm 119. And I hope it was helpful to you. All right, if you got a blessing, stand to your feet. If you didn't get a blessing, stay seated. And uh, you can stretch out on the chairs and sleep here tonight if you want. But the rest of us are going home, okay? So I appreciate you coming out tonight. Don't forget, God loves you. Preacher and I love you. And we just want you to be good, happy people. But we do want you to cultivate a good...